Thank you, thank you very much. Yeah, I think, you know, BB's great. I actually had the song now for quite a few months, actually. Uh, yeah, I wrote it with Nick from Digital Farm Animals, who's also uh, one of the collaborators. And um, we, we realised that it just, to really drive the emotion home, it'd be great to have a female on the track. And then I think someone from the label sent it to BB, and obviously her vocal's just undeniable. She's so good, yeah. I mean, when I, um, when I go into songwriting, sometimes, especially when we're kind of looking for a single, sometimes some of the writers are kind of writing in that vein where it feels a little fairy tale and it feels not really that believable. And for me, yeah, it's all about honesty and being as real as possible. I don't think you can be too honest. I mean, cause there's always ways that you can kind of say things without saying it that specifically, you know. He's never going to sound anything like this because I'm a northerner, right? So in, from England, north of England. Grew up with bands like Arctic Monkeys and Oasis. Now, obviously, my music's not going to sound like that, but I've been taking a lot of lyrical reference because they talk so matter-of-fact to the point and it's not glossed up and it's not like, you know, glitz and glam. It's very real and honest. So I've been taking inspiration from I think I think um, it's it's also important when you go into a session that you, you try and let things happen as organic as possible. You can't go into a session and say, today I want to write a really slow ballad that hopefully sounds like a single, because you've got no chance. You're better off if you just kind of have a thing that you want to talk about and let it just happen organically in the room. Because I feel like if you go searching for something, especially with a song, that's just the time where you kind of get writer's block and you, hours and hours are going by, because you're just too... You're thinking too specific, where you've got to kind of just let the process kind of take. Honestly, everything is, is like a learning process for me at the moment because, of course, you know, we've done a heck of a lot with, with, with One Direction, but everything, everything feels different now. You know what I mean? It really does. Like even an interview, for example, when there was four or five of us in an interview, you could all essentially, not deliberately, but you could all essentially play a little bit of a role. You know, and my role would often be to kind of stop it from being so serious and throw a joke in every now and then. Now, I can't spend all interviews doing that now, otherwise people just think I'm an idiot, you know what I mean? So all these things that are kind of new to me that um, feel like I'm learning on the job a bit, but it makes it exciting, you know. So much. Um, I think from, from travelling the world and meeting a lot of different people, from different backgrounds it just gives you really good perspective for everything and I just feel like naturally from keeping I often kept my friends from where I'm from in Doncaster I brought them out and tour a lot and that was very important for me because obviously you, you could, I have this thing you can't be as a celebrity you can't surround yourself with other celebrities all the time because of course A then you're going to believe the hype but I get these things from when I'm with my friends from back home Maybe one of my friends is struggling on his standard job. and Maybe he's just lost his job. And it keeps me in touch with real life, you know what I mean? And, and, and it's so easy to lose that in my position. But I think it's so fundamentally important to keep your head screwed on, you know? Nice. I think it was like, um, because all the locations we chose obviously looked really cool as well, it was like a glorified version of, of, of my hometown. So I think she got a little bit of the, of the good side of it. Um, which was nice, and yeah, I think it was just also nice for me to show the fans different places I used to hang out as a kid, because honestly, I spent my life talking about how much I love Doncaster, where I'm from, but now they can actually, instead of just hearing the word, they can actually associate with, you know, some images, I suppose. 
started off as a coincidence and I, and I realised and we kind of flagged it and wondered, you know, is it a problem that a lot of them finishing you? But actually, I kind of like it, you know, yeah. and, 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 and definitely, you know, across the story of the album, it makes sense. And also, it's a nice little reference maybe to the fans as well, you know, yeah. kind of um, give them that feel. So, yeah, I think it's one of those, it started off as a coincidence, then I was like, okay, maybe we can play into this. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know, I'm not, and I'm not just saying this. I was really excited for people to hear this single nice. "Miss You" because I'm really happy with the sound of it. Um, and yeah, just in general, there's so many more like live elements, and there's loads more guitar, mm. and, and and that's important for me. So I'm happy about that. There are some ones that, um, like, I can't get too specific, but there's like there's like some like pretty like there's one ballad in particular. It's pretty emotional, pretty raw. Uh, I've got a feeling they might like that one. Nice. Um, just in general, I'm just excited for them to just hear the album and, and, and listen to my lyrics really because yeah. I feel like you know, hopefully they, they learn something about me from, from those lyrics I think this is a good advert for the for the album and uh, like I said this is more in line with like my references growing up and stuff yeah. like that it, you know it was good doing the Steve Aoki and the, and the Bieber Rexa songs because it meant I could go a little bit outside of, of my genre and you know dance and a little bit more urban with Bieber from a production style I mean um, so it, it, it's nice now to be out on my own and just be like this is my sound and this is where I want to be so nice, it feels man. good I wrote the song with Nick from Digital Farm Animals um, and it was. I mean, we had an idea that it was that it was a good song, maybe at the time, but it was something that was maybe a little different to what I was used to singing. Maybe mm. not necessarily completely melodically, but more the way sonically, it feels a little bit different to how I imagined. So I had to live with it for a while, and then like just the more I played it, I just became so addicted to to nice. listening to this song, and it became more apparent to me that to really drive the concept home and the emotion home, it'd be great to have a female on the track with me. Yeah. Um, so we tried, we didn't try anything else, but we had a couple of ideas that were like thrown around and nothing was really that exciting to me. And then somebody sent BB the, um, from the label the, the song and she loved the song and she vocal the song we got it back. And it was just an absolute no-brainer. I mean, she sounds so amazingly cool on the record. Yeah, she really does, man. But also what I was looking for is, is really driving that emotion home and the concept. And I think, you know, it's got to feel believable and I think she really, really owns it. I think, I think um, as of any album, it's important to have, you know, a core identity to it. Mm. Um, and I think, I think definitely um, there is, there is a big chunk of songs that feel like they're from the same family, but, but then there are other songs on there that kind of like the Steve song give a different feel and a right. different atmosphere. But I had this idea and I don't know how realistic it is to do it in like today's world, but I, a lot of these songs I've written um, tell a story chronologically. So I'd love bit to be able to play the album through and you maybe grasp some kind of oh, understanding nice. in my last three years. Yeah, that was a massive um, inspiration to me. I mean, when I, I think when I was... It's really what got me into music. When I was about 14, I got the Bullet in a Bible DVD, live oh, DVD. So and it's so amazing, that show, and I was captivated by the whole um, performance and feel of it. I mean, that, that DVD anyway feels so epic. Mm. Um, and, yeah, I think it definitely there are influences that, that I live with. Like, for example, because of that, there's every now and then you'll hear it on certain words. I might sing with a slight American twang to my voice just because I was so obsessed with Green Day when <laughs> yeah, I was yeah, younger. Yeah. 
and do you know what? It's just one of those things. I find it fascinating that two people can enter. I, I always get in this situation. You can enter a room with someone, maybe like me, my grandma. I enter a room and she'll go, "Oh, I'm sorry, it's such a mess." <laughs> and I'm looking around, thinking this is tidier than I've ever lived. Yeah, yeah, in, you yeah. Know what I mean, I, I just one of those things. I'm very, very untidy. Yeah, and it's an, it's an awkward one because when you are untidy, you know, and it irritates some people being untidy. It's an awkward one because it, it doesn't irritate me at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just the one thing that I don't miss. That's hard. Um, well, from travel, I mean, it's kind of the same here, but from traveling all the time, I love British rubbish food. Right, right, right. So, right. Not necessarily rubbish, but I'm talking, it's not good for you. I'm talking pie and mash kind of gear. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get that when you're, you know, doing, um, touring all over and the, 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 I'm not your most... I'm a little bit fussy with food, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, we, there's all there's always very nice posh restaurants everywhere we go, but I, I can't really get into that kind of... Eye. For a start, I never have the attire for it. I'm never dressed <laughs> for, for a yeah, posh restaurant. But also, yeah, just the food, sometimes um, I struggle with. That's why I've literally been to McDonald's everywhere in the world. Oh. Do you know what? Um, I, I've answered this uh, question similar to this. I, um, if I was never in the band and I was watching everyone now, um, the 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 music that I would be most drawn to as as a listener from my preference would probably be Niall. Oh, nice. Um, and I love that. I, yeah, I do love Slow Hands. I think yeah. it's wicked. Yeah, Such it sounds really so cool on it as well, though. I've met I've met Harry before actually. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, weirdly, it was actually after a, like a charity football game. We nice. were over there with uh, Soccer Aid, and um, we actually we had a drink, a few drinks at the bar, and uh, he, he he just turned up actually. It was a really random one. I love <laughs> yeah, yeah, just yeah. That's not. I don't really feel like I've got a lot to say like for someone like that, but. Um, I mean, it was one of those you know surreal experiences where I was just like, this is pretty crazy, really. That's right, yeah, yeah. It's great. Um, I mean, it's always an honour to be asked to play something like that, you know what I mean? Um, but super nerve-wracking. You want to you yeah. do good, obviously, and, and be a good representation of yourself and all that. Uh, and you can hear a pin drop in the room like it is. Uh, it's not exactly a party in there, you know what I yeah. mean? Um, it's, quite, oh. it's quite a serious do, which is fair dues, but... A lot of suits in there, but it was good. It was really good fun, um, and 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 then yeah, meeting meeting them after was again a, a, a surreal experience. I got to bring my bands on that I've been performing with live bands, so uh, yeah, it was nice. Oh. Um, but I, I had quite a few jobs when I was younger. Uh, not very good at keeping a job when I was younger either, because it takes a while when you're young to learn the concept of responsibility and having yeah. to turn up to work and all that. Nervous as well, obviously, going back to the show, there's a certain amount of, like, nerves. And also, you feel that nostalgia from when we were contestants, yeah. you know, being there and stuff like that. But it's always a, a, an honour to be asked to play, and, and I always feel pretty good about myself going back, actually. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a proud moment, yeah. Well, I think uh, what's nice about having Kevin, someone like Kevin on The X Factor, and Kevin himself, is that brings a lot of musicality to the show. And, and even just seeing him play his guitar and, and, and some of the creatives and the screens and the song choices, just in general, it's, um, it's a cool tone for The X Factor and I think it's, it's, it's nice to see, yeah. This is the guy that I um, keep an eye on at the moment called James Cherry, who's really interesting. He's unsigned at the moment, um, produces and writes everything himself. So, yeah, I like that side of things. I mean, that's what makes the X Factor so amazing is that, you know, it grants opportunities to people that would never get those opportunities yeah, exactly. in reality. That. So uh, that's a good thing to be involved. 
So I've kind of have waited for a while, um, other than the little ones and like the silly one that I mentioned. Uh, I haven't really had any for a while, so I'm not necessarily itching. I could just always, like literally, I could always go to the tattoo shop. But the album, the album. Um, yeah, so it became apparent to me when I'd, because I've got maybe 75% of the album done, right? By the way, this figure, each interview, I've just been changing. It's been 50, <laughs> 55, 65. Anyway, I think at one stage it was 85, so that was, that, that was a great day. About 72% done. Perfect. Um, but um, it became apparent to me that they, it was kind of telling a story naturally anyway, just from the stuff that I'd been writing. And in general, um, the stuff is very, very personal and very honest. Maybe more honest than people are normally willing to go and like, pop i just think um there's a lot of songs that tell that describe this hollywood amazing relationship and it, for good or for worse it always sounds a little hollywood and a little kind of film scripty and kind of not really do you understand what i'm saying yeah. exactly so i think you know from growing up and listening to bands like oasis and arctic monkeys they say it so matter of fact, and that you know, to me, that that that's really exciting. So, hopefully, although they do know a lot about me, hopefully the fans will learn something more from kind of getting to know. It's probably the last two or three years of my life, yeah. And and I mean, I've got maybe another two songs to fit in, but I have to make them fit chronologically. You know what I mean? So I have to have a moment in those three years that I want looking back at the situation and having an understanding of it but but the songs are written in present tense you know so it is it's as if it was then so like you know at the start of the album it, it starts you know there's one song that's kind of up tempo and it's about going out one night after the other you know being able to go do you know what i'm gonna go out again today and then as a contrast you know right at the end of the tr uh, album there's a really like honest sad track kind of reflecting about the whole time and how wrong it was so Hopefully, I mean, it's not going to be too deep. It's not going to be like you know, like an evening with Louis Thomas and get to know all his thoughts. <laughs> You're right. Um, but you'll 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 get so you'll definitely get something from it. Hopefully, I mean, from the fans' perspective, I just want them to be able to understand more of who I am as an artist as well as a person. If I'm being honest, if I'm well, this is me being pedantic. I didn't write this song from personal um, reference, right? Because this this song is talking about a relationship of two people that maybe shouldn't be together. You know, back to you is talking about maybe it's not the most practical thing, and they don't know why, but they keep finding their way back. That's absolutely not me. However, to work on the chronological thing, it kind of does work on the album, but that song in particular is probably the least personal across the album. I wrote that. It was an opportunity for me to, instead of being so heavily um, um, involved like emotionally with it, it was nice to have a song that I could write from reference as a point of like, see, we've all got friends like that in those kind of relationships, you know what I'm saying? So it was kind of cool to be able to write from their perspective because the rest of the album is all kind of loaded on me, really. Yeah, no, I'm very, reviews, amazing reviews. I'm very, very excited for him. Very proud of him. I mean, it's 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 amazing to see. You know, is it something that you? Um, well, I just I just woke up. It's freezing cold. Um, I just I just woke up to cold. Um, found out <laughs> the uh, telly on and golf's on, so I know it's not going to be a great day today. <laughs>
I mean, you know, I, I've got to be careful because Niall, Niall absolutely loves the golf, but uh, I've got no time for it. No. I, I do not get it. I don't get it. It's very slow. I don't get it on Yeah, yeah, I'm really excited. Um, the, the X Factor, obviously, naturally it's mixed emotions going back, like super nervous uh, uh, as well as really, really excited. You know what I mean? You want to be a good advert for the show and, and you want to do right uh, by everyone kind of thing. So I'm, I'm looking forward to going back. I'm really excited about um, the song itself and performing it and I'm performing with a live band and stuff like that. So. I'm excited, it's good, it's good. And the Royal Variety performance was crazy, it's surreal experience as ever, you know. Um, I always feel a little bit out of place in those moments, yeah. but um, especially when you have to do the meet after, you know, I'm thinking, I don't have much small talk in general anyway. Um, <laughs> never mind to this kind of clientele, you know. But it was actually really, it was actually really nice. It was, I, I got to bring my, um, I got to bring my band on with me. I kind of slide them on last minute because I was like, I'm going to be stood like on my own, looking silly. So lads, you're just rushing on with me. So I managed to get them to meet um, Will and Kate as well, which was pretty cool. That thing, because you know you don't want to say the wrong, the wrong thing, and. Um, and obviously Royal Variety, my new single, it's, it's, um, it's, there's a few swear words in it, right? Which is a whole new game for me. Now, I, will, I have learned the explicit version, shall we say. Uh -huh. And then when it came down to performance, twice in my sound check, I swore and I was like, honestly, this is gonna be horrible <laughs> if I end up swearing in front of the Royals. But luckily, luckily I pulled it off. I was nervous about that. Yeah, you don't wanna swear. Okay, so um, I'm loads more excited about <clears throat> uh, the Sonic and the way it sounds, this song, because I think that's what was good about doing the collaborations, you know, Steve Aoki, BB Rex. Uh, I, with the Steve song, I could, you know, branch off to something a little bit more dancey and then, and then BB, something a little bit more urban, I'm talking production-wise. Um, so it's been really nice with this song to just, like, put, you know, loads of heavy guitars on there and bring the live elements back and... And uh, and it's got that it's got a kind of big like anthemic pop chorus and and I've been missing that kind of structure really and it's kind of a similar structure production wise that that we used with with the band you know guitar driven uh -huh. pop um, and and I'm really excited about it. I'm really confident about the sound um, of the song and I'm really confident singing it <clears throat> so I'm in a good place I'm really excited for everyone to hear it. All right, we kind of share that really. Uh, yeah, sometimes you take the front. Sometimes, sometimes I take the front. If he's a bit tired, I'll go. Yeah. Line and push him along. Yeah, yeah. But um, you know, you know, we're, we're both, you know, both quite generous to each other, so we think that, you know, sometimes he should get to do what he wants to do and go first. It's a bit of give and take. Yes. In terms of what I'm most proud of, it's probably the stuff that I've written for this record, just because I've really kind of opened up and been super honest about it. But in terms of like, something that sticks out to me as a writer, we wrote a little bit on the first two albums, but then me and Liam in particular on the third album and the fourth was kind of like really into it. And I remember the, one of the first songs we wrote in this writing group, which was me, Liam, Julian Bonetta, John Ryan and Jamie Scott. And we started to um, develop what then became Midnight Memories. And it was just a real magic moment in the room. It's something that I'd not really felt as a writer before. It all kind of just happened very quickly in the space of like 45 minutes. And then we had this really great chorus and great song idea. So that alone. Yeah, the most important thing to me is that the album is received well, not by critics or anyone who doesn't like I'm not like none of that. It's just that it received well by the fans and the people that yeah. really care, you know, because it, 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 it's, it's very apparent to me of how 
how important they are to everything and, and, and you know, as much as I can reinforce that as possible, it's really important because they, you know, we all do this together and they are also the reason why I'm confident enough to do something like this on my own, so. So the, the other two are a bit smaller, yeah. I'm sure back in old interviews, he used to whip them out in interviews. No. No, I wish I could say I had three testicles and then exciting <laughs> like that, but no, unfortunately not. <laughs> Definitely, I haven't seen it yet, but um, as I keep saying, honestly, it's 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 an amazing feeling for us lads because you know to, to for us all to have this opportunity now to go off and kind of um, do our own individual thing, it, it's exciting for us as individuals. You know, I might wake up in the morning with my bowl of cornflakes and look on Twitter and see. Niall, you know, performing at a radio show to like 40,000 people or the same, see Harry stood next to Tom Hardy on the red carpet. I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable. We feel like brothers in that sense, you know what I mean? It's mm. just pure, just so proud of each other, definitely. Good lad. Good lad.